0: You're ghosting us, Mother Trucker. I don't care who you are back in the world. Give away our position one more time. I'll bleed you. Real quiet. Leave you here. To listen to this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. Editor,
1: 1987. co host online. Auditory analysis Online.
0: Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 96. There you can find links to...
2: Subscribe wow. <laughs> and all that good stuff, you know. Hey, there! you can find all our links. Just go there.
0: Just go there. You can also leave a comment on the post, and you can find links to support the podcast on Patreon and PayPal. And maybe I can find my brain while while you're there. I don't Uh, think that link is there. (laughs) Um, Speaking of which, for this episode, our reflux capacitor was outfitted with cloaking tech and a self-destruct sequence... Provided by our patrons, Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much.
2: Use the self-destruct, though. We'll just use the cloaking.
0: Well, it's just the sequence. There's no explosives trigger. It's just the sequence. So it looks looks cool. It's just the countdown? It's just the countdown, yeah.
2: That we can't understand? Okay. kind of pointless but we do appreciate the patreon
0: my name is francisco ruiz i'm a dad designer and dazzled by duchess demolitionists and i predicted
2: that duchess as in possessive i was like who's the duchess
0: oh (laughs) (laughs) my prediction for prayer was classic and that is my good friend co-host paul the master interrupter powers do not disappoint paul with your master interruptions. You
2: know, that's what I do. Yes. Uh,
0: Paul, my trivial question for you is, the film provided a a variety of hardships for the actors, such as leeches, snakes, stifling humidity, heat, and rough terrain. All of the night scenes were filmed during freezing cold temperatures, which was especially hard on Arnold Schwarzenegger during the latter half of the film when the mud he had to wear, which was actually pottery clay, became cold and wet. Yeah. He, was war- he was warned it would take his body temperature down a few degrees, and he shivered nonstop, even when they tried to heat him with lamps, it ju- which just made the clay dry out, which you might know. Some of the scenes, the clay looks very dry. Um, he tried to drink uh, uh, schnapps but, to warm him up, but uh, he just got drunk when he did that. <laughs> Paul, where is oh. the harshest place you have ever been, and how did you cope with it?
2: Um, I don't know. Sorry, I'm. Just, it's been a <laughs> while since I've been in either really freezing cold, like in the snow, ice, wind, or really hot desert. I'd say that uh, one, like, place out in the middle
0: of nowhere at the Grand Canyon, where I felt like if we stayed there the night, someone's gonna come and like, I don't know, kill I, us or something. I like,
2: thought sleeping in the the vehicle and freezing Yosemite was worse. than... <laughs> than that all right fair enough
0: anyway uh what was your prediction paul for predator
2: uh since i have not seen this movie before yeah it's it's one of those seeing this i would say it's nostalgic (laughs) because it's right in the middle
0: (laughs) that's fair and we'd like to welcome for the first time he's uh audio drama creator producer uh, he's does his own podcast called, uh, beer blade, blade underground, underground podcast. podcast.
3: There you go. I'd
0: like to welcome him to the show for the first time. Peter Franson. Hi, Peter.
3: Hi. Thanks for having me, Francisco. I'm Ab- excited.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for joining the show. Uh, have a few more questions for you, Peter. First, uh, what do you do for a living and what uh, is your favorite movie genre? Um,
3: what I do is always hard to describe. I, cr- I create entertainment and resources, for christian geeks that's how i spend uh, most of my time uh during the week uh, and that comes in a variety of forms there's an online community there's a podcast that's been running for like uh eight or nine years uh there's a, a youtube channel we added a few years ago and i produce uh, audio dramas uh like feature-length audio dramas and mm-hmm. and uh publish those uh, all over itunes and amazon and of course you can get them at spiritblade.com so it's a lot of hats that i'm kind of trying to, to mm-hmm. spin at once and i'm not really qualified to even spin one of them so it's <laughs> it's a it's a pretty crazy adventure but i'm i'm grateful to be on it
0: well the ones i experience you spinning you spin quite well so thank you uh, thank you. yeah and oh what was your favorite movie genre
3: oh crap um i don't know that one that's really tough. Uh, you know i I'll just say I, I don't think I have a favorite, but I will say that I am starved for um serious grown up fantasy that's oh, okay like, that's that's produced with a great budget and that it has great actors and stuff. I mm-hmm. thought we were gonna just get inundated with them after the Lord of the Rings. Sure, yeah, And then we mostly got a lot of like family and children's fantasy movies. Uh, not very many that were like more for uh, for grown ups. So mm-hmm. I'm super starved for that kind of uh,
2: that kind of movie genre.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, well, I mean, not cool that you're starved, but cool <laughs> that that's what you like.
2: Because um, Francisco would have to agree with you. That's
0: why. Fader, <laughs> <laughs> um, my trivial question for you is: Peter Cullen, probably most known for being the voice of Optimus Prime from the Transformers, yeah. was reluctant to take the job of voicing the Predator. As he had injured his throat playing the tile character of 1976's King Kong, but he eventually accepted after being after seeing a picture of the unmasked creature. Originally, he was taken aback because he had no idea what something like that was supposed to sound like. But Cullen thought the prairie creature resembled a horseshoe crab and remembered as a kid how it, how if you turned one over, they would gurgle, and that became the predator's sound. Oh my gosh, Peter. As a creator of some fine audio dramas, what is the most unusual sound you have used in telling your stories?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I know exactly what my answer is for that. Oh, sweet. First, I have to say, <laughs> I'm totally blown away. I didn't know Peter Cullen did the voice of I did car. until I, I, I read it. Either. I was that's like, insane. whoa. That's insane. That's really crazy. That's really crazy. Um, Predators the weirdest...
2: roll out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> nice. The, uh, um, the, did you say the weirdest sound I've ever made?
0: Most unusual, but sure. The weirdest. most unusual. Okay, yeah.
3: most unusual. Um, there's, a, there's a scene in uh, the second part of the Spirit Blade trilogy, which is called Spirit Blade Dark Ritual, in which uh, the, 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 the primary character that I, that I play in that one, I play a few others as well, uh, is, is being tortured, and his torture is telling him, to squeak like a mouse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he tries saying, you know, squeak, squeak, and he's just desperate, and he has no idea, you know, what this guy wants and how to please him. He just keeps getting nailed again and again with this horrible pain. Mm -hmm. And eventually, in desperation, as he's straining his voice, (laughs) uh, he discovers this... (laughs) This little squeaking sound that he resorts to in desperation. Mm -hmm. And that's when the torturer says, very
1: Good, oh, head,
3: yeah. you know. So Such a, it's a very scene. Oh weird, it's a very weird kind of disturbing uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. moment in the in the story. And uh, but that's that sound actually comes from uh, when I was a vocal major in college. It was an, it was a vocal exercise in order to target a very specific part of your voice. Oh, interesting. Your, they, they called uh, my my instructor called them uh, doggy whimpers because I couldn't okay. control the pitch like some other people could. So it comes out like a <gasps> like a little doggy. Yeah, whimper. yeah. <laughs>
0: Wow. Okay. Very cool. Some inside knowledge. Very nice. Uh, then, last question, Peter. Then we'll get the show on the road. What was your prediction for Prayer? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic? Uh,
3: classic. All yeah, right. I think it's. I think it's a movie that. Uh, I, I thought it was a movie that uh, that's just his, has historical significance. You know mm. that people should check out.
0: Indeed. Uh, all right. Let's. Go ahead and see what we actually thought of Predator. Paul, will you enter the course for Alice, please?
2: Okay, Alice, let's have a round table discussion and then head back for some. Uh... Sorry. New tubes. <laughs> yeah, to see what we've been up to lately in our new tubes. And are we going to have a game this we time? We are
0: going to play a game.
2: All right, let's Woo-hoo! stick around for a game and some feedback yep. and announcements.
0: Awesome, thank you Paul we got the whole kit and caboodle (laughs) You found the target with those three red dots Uh, Go ahead and get us there
1: Alert, alert Target located Spoilers incoming Engaging retro rewired reactor
2: Arnold Schwarzenegger Knock knock Versus The Predator. Ah! Predator,
3: rated on. The Battle of the Century starts Friday, June 12th.
0: Yes, it's the Battle of the Century. And you might think it was a battle to figure out what we remembered about prayer, but you'd be wrong. So here's our memory mind-melt synopsis. To start, the big beefy handshake arm wrestle between Arnold and boxing movie guy what a snapshot of how manliness was defined in the 80s. Then Arnold Schwarzenegger and his Special Forces team fly into the jungle to take out a group of bad guys. Arnie's team is taken out one by one by a light-bending alien who wants to turn them into trophies. Gonna have, gonna have me some fun. Gonna have me some fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, good. <laughs> I, I love that this guy was just totally losing it. Uh, Arnie sets traps the helmet off face off. It's so brief that we see his face, but such a striking image. Finally, Arnie is able to thwart the predator who then self-destructs. So that's technically, what technically what we remembered. Uh, let's see. I think, I think that was all pretty much good. So I'm not going to accept that. Oh, which I'm kind of disappointed, but that's okay. Sometimes <laughs> we get these movies right in our memories uh paul how did they get this movie right when they technically made it
2: all right movie <laughs> technically uh was uh named titled predators rated r was run an hour and 47 minutes and came out july 9th 2010 yeah
0: i knew you were going there it's,
2: really with adrian brody and yeah uh, Lawrence
1: Fishburne?
0: oh directed uh, by robert rodriguez that's the movie we, pl- we watched no paul 1987 version.
2: No, that was directed by Nimrod. Ant- All right. In 2018, <laughs> oh there's a God. movie called The Predator. It's in pre-production right now. It's supposed to be a Paul, sequel. Paul, we're,
0: we're the Retro Rewind podcast. We rewind um, to the past
2: 1987. Okay. 87 one. Okay. Predator <laughs> is uh, rated R. It runs an hour and 47 minutes, came out on June 12th of 1987. There, you happy? I am happy. Thank you. Continue. Okay. Stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, uh, the <coughs> Governor Jesse Ventura, and uh, <laughs> a couple other people you may or may not recognize like Optimus Prime. And
0: who is it composed by?
2: Um, Back to the Future is Alan Silvestri.
0: That's right. And we only have two actor or two people that we've done movies or covered movies for in the past in past shows, but it spans a lot of movies. So for Arnold Schwarzenegger, we taught, we covered true lies in retro rewind podcast.com slash 54, the Terminator in slash 89 Terminator to judgment day and slash 90. And then for Alvin Alan Silvestri, we did flight of the navigator, All the way back in Slash 4, Super Mario Brothers, the movie, back in Slash 6, Romancing the Stone, in Slash 33, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, in Slash 35, Back to the Future, in Slash 70, Back to the Future 2, in Slash 74, Back to the Future 3, in Slash 77. Apparently, we like Alan Silvestri on this show. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I didn't realize. I didn't either. I was like, whoa. (laughs) But continue,
2: we we don't have any of the Rocky movies on the list, do we?
0: I only recently started watching them, Paul. So that's why. Oh. Otherwise, yes. Yeah, Paul a And
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway, so the budget of this film was about fifteen million dollars, and went on to gross almost a hundred million dollars worldwide, with uh, <laughs> uh, just over thirty million dollars in rentals alone. Wow!
0: Well done, Predator, and. Wow. Let's let's talk about what the reasons could be for that success. Um, we'd like to start with our guest, Pater. What's something? What's one thing you liked about Predator? Uh,
3: well, I'm a I'm a big like uh, fan of monster movies, and I don't mm-hmm. mean like old giant monster movies. I mean like the one the kind of monster movies that were born beginning with uh, like Ridley Scott's Alien and moving oh, sure. forward. You yeah, know? Uh, so where there where there's a creature that is. Slow is hunting people down and is is uh, slowly revealed its nature and its capabilities. All all these things about it are slowly revealed over the course of the movie, and so it fit that mold, which was kind of a new. Uh, a, a new type of monster movie, uh-huh. and and I thought that the creature design—that's for me—that's a big selling point. You know, not just the mm. the light bending stuff. I think that was probably like people were probably like, "What in the mm-hmm. world? That is crazy cool!" You know. But then also when the creatures revealed and just how the uh, the the makeup animatronics operate and stuff, I mm. I just thought the creature design was uh, fantastic, both conceptually and in terms of how they represented it visually.
0: Mm-hmm. Paul, what did you think about the creature's design?
2: Uh, Right on point there. Uh, First, I (laughs) noticed in the credits that the creature design was actually given a credit title at the beginning, which is very unusual. Mm -hmm. Um, For Stan Winston, correct? I believe so. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, let's see how good he is. And I was <laughs> impressed. Uh, I mean, not not the the crappy special effects where you can't see him, but when it was actually <laughs> uh, revealed, then I was very impressed. Yeah, the amount of detail. And it looked real. Like mm-hmm. it didn't look like a hand puppet. It looked like what like a real alien would. Yeah. So I was oh, really totally. impressed by that.
0: And f- I think it was further sold by as we found out, Peter Cullen, but just the overall sound design of the prayer with yeah. its clicks and how it, how it voice modulates the, the voices of the people it copies. Yeah. I, th- I feel like that is very iconic and just lends a lot, even more weight to...
2: It reminded me of uh, Home Alone Two, where Kevin oh, is recording the voice of the different people and then replaying it back. But that came out after, so we—I'll yes. say that they got that idea from Predator. But most anyway. most likely, yes.
0: <laughs> uh, let's go back to Peter. What's something else you liked?
3: Um, I think I about covered it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, there wasn't you know, much electric, uh, I, I liked except for the. I I liked. I could appreciate um, kind of like <laughs> how it uh, how it approached representing what it was to be a, an action hero in this oh, okay. movie. You know, it was just kind of so, so over the top, you know, and yeah. that's yeah. and that's and it's something that doesn't translate today for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's but I it's it's just a really interesting snapshot of that time period. I also like um, I also like gore um, okay. in, in these kinds of movies. And so, you
2: know, right, when, are you uh,
0: disappointed? He lost, um, who was it? Who was it? They lost your Bush
2: way back when? No, not Al Gore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bob. No, no, but I mean like, no. <laughs> you know, the first time
3: I saw this movie, um, was as a kid and I, mm-hmm, I just saw too. the edited version on TV oh, Okay, and so that's that's all I, I had seen I had it recorded on a VHS tape mm-hmm. I watched it again and again I loved it yeah, yeah. and then like there came a point when I like hit 18 and adulthood and I started like rewatching some of these movies I watched as a kid oh. it was like watching director's cuts <laughs> of all these movies you know and it's like dude his arm's totally off and it's right. all like these weird tatters of flesh you know and uh, <laughs> so you know but yet he's not like you know, in shock or anything like that. When you know, when people are in pain in movies like this, they're they're not whimpering. They're not going into shock and freaking out. They're like, Roar! you know, doing like these big manly roars. You know, it's uh. So anyway, I, that I I got a kick out of.
0: Well, that one guy I forget his name. It wasn't Hawkins. It was um. I forget, but he, that got crushed by the big tree log. He was in pain. Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. He's, he's the standout <laughs> performer. <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, some, some of you touched on, I, I actually appreciate it. Yes. It was a movie that was very, uh, sort of macho. And like, this is like action heroes though. I, I feel like they handled it a bit better than Arnold Schwarzenegger and commando was very much like a solo, just mm. him against the world. But I appreciate that he was part of a team and the, everyone sort of knew their roles and did different yeah. things to help, Make, help the team be successful, at least at the start. So yeah. I, I appreciate that about it. Yeah. Um, Paul, what did you, what's something you liked about the movie?
2: Um, at first, you know, it first opens up with the space and, mm-hmm. was like, and there's like, okay, here comes a, 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 a spaceship. spaceship. And then far off, I'm like, oh, no, this is the the, the, the special effects are not that good far off <laughs> but as it got closer it looked better and better and yeah. then it turned and i'm like oh wow okay well, maybe this this will be okay and i think overall the special effects were good mm-hmm. it, it made the movie believable in for an action uh movie you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: not for like it wasn't I mean, it's certainly it sci-fi, but it wasn't like Star Trek or something that's or Star Wars, which is. But like it wasn't very...
2: cheesy where it's like, "Oh, those are just melons exploding." You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um,
0: yeah, I, I. Let's see. I I thought I sort of going back to what Peter said, except for the very first instance of the the bending of light. I really appreciated that those special effects as well. It sounds like Paul, you didn't care for those no. as much, but. I thought for the most part those were done really well. Um, I
2: mean, for the technology back then. I mean, yeah, it was even nominated for an Academy Award for uh, special effects. Didn't win, well, but <laughs> 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 but it's it's hard as I'm look as I'm watching this for the first time. You know, it's hard for me to go back in that time. You know sure. what it was like. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. so all right. It's a li- yeah,
0: cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, pa- so Peter, you didn't have. Many more things that you liked, or
3: um, I did like when uh, what's his dude who was like shaving his sweat off oh, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Mac, I, yeah, oh, I just yeah, Mac. liked I liked that character. You know, he was just freaking losing it. You yeah. know, yeah, I, I enjoyed watching his breakdown. You know, and <laughs> and just following you know him going darker and deeper. I kind of wish he would have lived a little longer, yeah, longer yeah. you know. Uh, but that that's always a uh, a character that I that I enjoy when I come back to this movie.
2: Mm-hmm. This guy was a surprise classic maker for me because oh, I are mean, you in there right now? Yeah, because okay. he brought him up, Mac. I mean, just when he was looking at the moon and talking to his friend, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. or even when he was re-singing that song that was playing <laughs> earlier on the boombox as he's going after the guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that just felt like. So real. That's exactly what some people would do at that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's yeah. so
0: interesting that you guys connected with him. That, I mean, that's awesome. Uh, for me, I for whatever reason I connected a, a bit more to Billy and wished he was in the the really? movie okay. more. I liked I liked how he had this sense of the prayer being out there that he was the, sort of the scout for the group. I, I don't mm-hmm. know why. I, I've never, I didn't No, you know, He was
2: a cool character. Yeah, yeah. for
0: sure. And I, I wish I could have seen him actually fight with his huge machete against the prayer and not just you hear him die, which I, I felt was kind of, I, I mean, I understand the pacing of the movie that may have been like just one more death. Come on. We just want to see Arnie fight the prayer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I, I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Um, uh, he was my second favorite. I, I mean, besides favorite. Arnold, you know? Oh, sure. Um, man, I really liked, uh, what's uh dylan Dylan, yeah i was gonna say Dylan,
2: (laughs) no he was good too i mean as an actor but i don't yeah i wanted him to be better his character Uh, you know because he had he had some good muscle i mean that's why he was like apollo creed in the Mm -hmm. the rocky movies but it was good to see him in uh another you know in an action movie yeah totally
0: um let's see was it were there how many more things did you have that
2: you liked, paul I had two more, and I already mentioned my classic maker. Okay, go
0: ahead, go ahead and give us another
2: one. I I like the music as far as like the intense scenes, especially at the beginning. But as the movie went on, it was like, wow, this is a lot like Back to the Future. <laughs> a lot of the the drums and like a lot of the. I mean, like you said, for it is very.
0: It has a lot of
2: similar textures to it but we've covered many movies that he's done that didn't remind me at all of back to the future but for some reason this score a lot about half of it did and it kind of pulled me out of the movie so that's something that also i parts of it i did like and parts of it i didn't like
0: yeah i i mean i love the i mean that's like so just burned into my memory i love just like singing that and it always reminds me of prayer but i Yes, a lot. I'm certainly not, I'm not, don't have a lot of music theory experience. I don't know if Peter may be able to help with this, but yes, there are a lot of similar, um, maybe motifs riffs? or something or riffs <laughs> that, yeah, definitely sound like Back to the Future. In the, the percussion
2: a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, but I, I, that was another thing I liked was Alan Silvestri's score overall. I really, I really enjoyed it. I feel like it was sort of a cross between Back to the Future and a little bit of Romancing in the Stone, at least the jungle Ooh. parts. Huh. Um, but mm-hmm. anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, so,
2: oh, it, and then yeah, one other ahead. scene that I really loved was the shooting scene where they're all just shooting in the, <laughs> in the air or out forward? in forward. It was, yeah. yeah, that was just a fun scene mm. where they're just unloading everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was, um,
3: yeah, I, I, I
0: don't know. I'll, I'll get to that a little bit later. But, right. Uh, um.
3: Which leads to, that scene leads to, like, one of the most quotable lines of that movie... If it bleeds, we, we can, can kill, kill it. it. Yeah, yes. which is that's that's just a great little uh, a little snapshot and a, mm-hmm. it's super quotable. Super totally,
0: quotable. absolutely. Oh, There's... that's
2: the other thing that I liked. I liked the fact that the alien was uh, glowing the dark goo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in the daylight, it was kind of like cheesy special effects, but as it got darker, they just used the yeah in the dark canister stuff, which I thought was really cool for blood. Yeah. I, well, and
0: I'm curious. I felt like. Did you guys feel like they sort of built the tension of revealing the prayer pretty well throughout this movie? I did, but I'm curious what you guys take was.
3: I'd say that. His, I I would say every time before this time I watched it, I felt that way. Okay, I kind of cheated. I because when when you mentioned this. The, and, and gave me the opportunity to come on and talk about the Predator. I was like, well, I definitely of the of the ones you had coming up. I was like, well, the Predator, I definitely want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But I had just watched it like within the last year, okay. And so I was like, I don't know, I want to be fresh on it, but but I don't know if I want to sit through it again. Uh, okay. So I watched it with my sister with a riff track on. <laughs> oh no,
2: <laughs> that is cheating <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> But but it is a different way of seeing it. I've honestly, I have to admit I've done something similar, but with with the audio commentary, I forget what movie it was, but yeah,
0: that's a good point.
3: Yeah, so uh. that that basically destroyed <laughs> any tension that they were building, and they were just oh. they were just constantly, you know, co- it was actually just Mike Nelson doing it. And he was just constantly calling out, like, "Wait for a movie called Predator. It would be nice to actually see the Predator a little bit more often." I mean, they were giving it; he was giving it a really hard time.
2: <laughs> but that's what makes it scary. Yeah, and
0: I was going to say, it's sort of.
3: Absolutely, absolutely,
0: I feel like it. Um, it has a similar approach to Jaws, just revealing little bits yes. here and there yes. until the final thing, which. I could totally see if you if you're coming there just for prayer, not necessarily for Arnold Schwarzenegger, then yeah, you're like, I want to just see the thing. Um, no,
3: I agree. I, I agree with what Paul said. You, you hide that monster. You hide the monster. I I much prefer, like I really enjoy this model. Like I said, I I had the Rift tracks thing going working against me, but more <laughs> generally I love this model of that's a slow reveal, and I don't want to see the monster exactly. for a while.
2: Yeah, know? yeah. Sometimes at all. But it works yeah. well revealing the monster in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. I think uh, so. Paul gave us your classic maker already, uh, Peter. What was the thing you that would make this movie a classic for you or your classic maker? The thing you love the most, essentially. Uh,
3: I, I would go back to the uh, the creature design. Okay. Uh, I think I think that alone just makes it historically significant and like <laughs> worth uh, worth checking out because it holds up. So stinking well. Mm-hmm. I am cursed with an eye that just when it's when I see CG, I feel like I'm looking at a cartoon. I just mm-hmm. it just stands out to me, and I I wish that Hollywood would give a higher priority to returning to these kind of practical creature and makeup effects. Oh totally. Yeah, and, uh, and this this movie is an example of how it just freaking holds up so mm-hmm.
0: well. Yeah, and you know what? That's my classic maker as well. I'll just uh, point out a few other things. I feel like. From the camouflage, the weapons, the overall creature design, yeah, there's just so much to it that I mean, they're able to make comic books from this video it's a games. Whole franchise. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole franchise off just this essentially kind of what you said, Peter. It's a movie monster, but th- there's just, just so much to this one that it's yeah. able to, yeah, just spawn all that.
3: And what a great concept! that it's like I mean, the movie was originally going to be called Hunter. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that that it's uh, that it's about this monster that. He's not going to, he doesn't want to eat you. Yep. You know, he's not psychotic. Mm-hmm. You're just deer. Yeah. That's all, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love his whole, I mean,
0: it's weird to think, but he seems like a very honorable alien. Like he, he's not interested in killing uh, if you don't have weapons. And the, yeah. number two, he doesn't kill one of the female cops because she's pregnant, which that's at true. least that's my understanding that hunters, you don't want to kill like the does that are pregnant because, yeah, yeah then you... Limit how much you can hunt later. Oh, so I didn't get that. That is in the second predator. predator oh well, that's two, why. Which you haven't seen, I assume. <laughs>
2: right. With Danny Glover. All um, right, let me ask you this: as a as because I've only seen this first one, and maybe okay. they reveal it later. Yeah. Uh, what the lady in this says that uh, whenever it gets really hot, this this happens. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, when we see the spaceship and something goes to Earth, mm-hmm. did that happen? Like hundreds of years ago or a thousand years that, ago that
0: happened maybe within the i don't know the m- week or month or it could be been even been the same day that they okay, flew their helicopter and
2: what it, who's going out skinning these people hundreds of years okay ago, so that, according to this lady
0: oh that was what no well, just there's
2: a, there's, they well it wasn't this
3: i mean like um you know the the predator that was in this movie. He was the one that that skinned alive the the troops or whoever that yeah, was in there. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But as far as like whoever did it a hundred years ago, um, it's just like a this is a tradition. This is a hunting ritual that has been going on for many many years. And I think that's the idea they're trying to put out there.
0: Yeah, this is a a whole race of aliens, Paul, that yeah. have this tradition of hunting uh, so men they visited or other the aliens. earth hundreds of years. Yeah, ago whenever before. whenever it's hot. And then number two. He visits LA when it's super hot. So I, I, I don't. I wish I knew more about the sort of the physiology of the predator aliens. But I imagine they have to. They're more inclined to be in places that are really hot, or maybe their home planet's a really
2: hot planet or humid or something like that. Okay. Um, so does that have anything to do with? Uh, there's another predator movie that's like during medieval times or something like that. I have no idea. No. All right. I thought I saw that in my. Never mind. There was,
3: you know, I wonder if you're oh, thinking of uh, aliens versus predator, because aliens, aliens they were kind of in a like a Mayan temple looking kind of. Yeah.
2: Thing. No, but no, okay. all right. <laughs>
3: okay. I want to see that movie. If they make a medieval predator movie, that would be yeah. Like it came out in medieval times. Yeah, take my money. All right. <laughs>
0: um. And before we get to the thing, the reasons why we wouldn't want prayer to take our monies. Our monies. <laughs> uh, let's go. We like to go out to social, uh, social media channels, where it be a Facebook or Twitter, and ask you guys, hey, what did you like about the movies or video games we're going to cover? And this is what some of you had to say. Uh, Michael Withers said, Classic. Not only is it a rocking good time, it has made an impact on pop culture beyond just ticket sales, for better or worse. Uh, Nate Henderson, a uh, previous guest host, says, Get to the chopper. Man, that's the worst Arnold Schwarzenegger impression ever. Anyway, uh, he says, 100% classic. Also, the music by Alan Silvestri, Back to the Future Movies, was exceptional for an action flick. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Michael, and thank you, Nate. Uh, then Brian Hamilton says, get to the chopper. Oh, that's a little bear. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Brian. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: We're going to do this on everyone. <laughs> oh,
0: one, one even better is coming here. Um, Ryan Jackson said, mud would when cover his heat signature, but hey, it's Arnold. And
2: yeah, I, that's one. That, oh, right, never mind. I was. Say, <laughs> I,
0: I looked that up in a desperate attempt to say, no, here
2: it can it can work. But no, apparently MythBusters. Yeah, yeah, it can work if you had like inches covered, yeah. but not just a, Yeah, yeah. Um, then
0: previous guest host our game correspondent Kitos Ruiz said, "So you cooked up a story and dropped the six of us in a meat grinder." I watched. it. <laughs> Okay, done with our honor impressions. <laughs> um, I watch Prayer at least once a year. You're fired. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> Paul. Uh, this movie, without a doubt, is a classic. Thank you, Kitos. Uh Tim Ipach said, there's something out there waiting for us, and it ain't no man. We're all going to mm. die. A true classic. <laughs> and then Chris Ruiz, previous guest host and My Lovely Wife moves us into the next section by just succinctly saying sigh
1: <laughs>
2: okay so there is a f- independent fan film called Predator Dark Ages that came out in 2015 really in the UK that uh, runs 27 minutes and it basically follows the story of uh, the Knights Templar uh-huh. who are just coming back from war and guess who they run into I don't know. That's so, interesting. Okay. Yeah. And it's called uh, Predator: it Dark Ages. Okay. Right. Interesting. I
0: might have to write that. that we'll write that one down. <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, cool. Well, uh, here are, now we're going to discuss the darkness, just the bad things about prayer, or the things we thought didn't work so well. Uh, I'll kick us off. And they seem to spend. Just a hair too long in the choppers when they're flying into the jungle. I feel like they're I, – I get that they're trying to sort of establish all the characters, but I feel like they waste a bit too much time just, like, looking at them and not really seeing them do much.
2: I, I don't know. Well, I think it's wonky flying because you're used to um, – oh, oh shoot. What's his name that does all the Top Gun and all Tom the, Cruise? the rock? Oh, Tony no. Scott? No, the the Michael producer. Bay? jerry Bruckheimer. Bruckheimer, yes (laughs) list them all but jerry (laughs) okay so i think you're used to more of those establishing shots that are done so well by jerry Bruckheimer. Oh, maybe that was it or um michael bay you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and here yeah i i thought the the what do you call it the timing i didn't think the pacing there we go i didn't think the pacing was too long there Mm -hmm. but I think those shots didn't help it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh Peter, what did you feel how did you feel about
0: the overall pacing of the movie? You didn't mention it in your like section, but was it something you that bothered you?
3: Uh well again, I was watching it with a rift track. <laughs> <laughs> the pacing apparently is terrible. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, no, I it's uh, it does, it, it was funny, you know, that I was like, oh, you know, it does take quite a while to kind of get into this, you know. Um, but I don't know, I, the pacing, ultimately, I can't, I can't objectively say that I, uh, you know, under normal circumstances would, would object to the pacing.
0: Okay, good enough. What, what under normal circumstances would you object to?
3: Well, what, what doesn't hold up for me that I just kind of have to shrug at is all the like the the macho stuff you know i mean i i get it i get it historically but now in this modern context i'm like oh those guys it's funny how you know i i I asked my wife i was like do you remember like boy scouts being a really big thing in the 80s you know Uh, i mean I, I i had friends that were into boy scouts and nature and all this kind of stuff but like you know all the stuff that they even you know made a, a joke about him being a you know a boy scout and doing boy scout stuff. You know, yep. But I mean, like when they first are approaching that camp at the beginning, you know, they all just like I suppose there was technical reasons for it, but I was like they were they're crawling in the leaves just to crawl in the leaves. You know, <laughs> and, I mean, all the, and and of course like the the arm wrestling handshake and and all the like the like it was like being in a locker room i was like oh my gosh you guys yeah. freaking grow up does anybody talk like this that's their age today i mean anyway
2: hey, hey Peter, yeah, so that didn't that
3: didn't hold up for me i just kind of had to smile and say, well that's an interesting snapshot of the times yeah.
0: peter, <laughs> peter stick around okay
3: yeah, yeah. oh jeez oh <laughs> my gosh <laughs> um
0: i liked i like arnie's one-liners that's Holds a special place in my heart, but I can okay. like they do not for my wife, and I can appreciate <laughs> why they <laughs> would love for it. People. Uh, well, then why here. do you mention that, Paul? Jeez, come on, stay on the ball. Um, all right, but so, what, how did you feel about the machismo of this movie, Paul?
2: Honestly, it's like going, you got to know that coming into it. You got to expect that. That's what this movie is uh, partly based on. And it's like, okay, it's an 80s action slash a horror movie that is like uh, featuring Arnold. And yeah, they're going to compare muscles. I mean, you just got (laughs) to know that. going. And yes, it's very much like a guy's locker room. But Mm -hmm. knowing that going in, it didn't bother me at all. I thought it was well done for what they were trying to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, What's something that wasn't well done for what they were trying to do, Paul?
2: I thought they... A lot of it's doing with the pacing. Sorry, this is something that I noticed. (laughs) But they spent far too long on Arnold setting up the different traps and uh. making the bow and arrow. And I understand setting up the, like the log thing. Cause that comes into play, but there's other things he's doing. And I'm like, well, oh, okay. Oh, oh, I could have gone to the bathroom, been back by now. Let's let's get on with it. That's so interesting. Well, you, I
0: think you touched on that a little bit, Peter, but how did you feel about them spending so much time with making traps and things like that?
3: Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I was kind of indifferent. I mean, it's, uh, I, I think it would have been neat to see, you know, those all come into play, you know. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think, oddly enough, I was feeling the pacing problems more at the uh, at the beginning this time around. Again, mm. I, it's it's a unique experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But honestly, I didn't understand why is he making bow and arrows. Why doesn't uh, uh, he just shoot them with guns?
0: Because he lost all his guns when he went over the waterfall and gained away. Oh, from I was him.
3: thinking. I was thinking it was because he was trying to um, use technology that would basically blend in with the jungle because oh, it's all yeah. natural and also and be silent. So, so you, it would yeah, and it would retain its. Mo- largely retain it's uh, heat signatures or whatever. I don't, I don't
2: uh, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But a bullet is so quick. It doesn't matter if you see where it's coming from. By the time you see where it's coming from, if it hits you, you're dead. Yeah. But you know apparently I mean? they've
0: hit it. And even though it's bleeding, it's not
2: dead. So he
0: doesn't know so how hit him bullets.
2: <laughs> it's gonna... You think a bow and arrow is going <laughs> to kill it, but a bullet won't. I don't see the logic <laughs> behind it. <laughs>
0: uh, I have nothing to say. <laughs>
3: did, wait, did he put like gunpowder? Like he were those yeah. gunpowder so,
0: arrows? Okay, he had shells like I, I was looking for this. Yeah, he had shells he had on shells. his person from like for like the grenade of his M16. That's or what or I whatever. didn't
2: understand. I was like, why are you disassembling this? <laughs> because he
0: doesn't have the gun anymore, Paul. He lost that.
2: Well, they should have made that clear. Oh,
0: well, I, you know what? Maybe it's not clear if you're watching it for the first time, but it was very apparent to me. I've, but I've seen this many times. So, oh, all right. Um, something I do want to say though, it's interesting that you guys were like ho hum about the traps. I really got engaged in watching them lay traps and wanted to see more of that, in fact, and wanted to see more like I, I I mean, I I didn't mention this before, but I love the whole cat and mouse back and forth Mm. in the last, in the finale between Arnold and the prayer and just like,
2: Yeah, Francisco, so, yes. I would recommend the movie Swiss Family Robinson to you because they spend a lot of time setting up traps there against the pirates, and they actually use show them, you know, being flung on and utilized. I would that's except a, a that's movie, such
0: a tragic movie. That oh, I but
2: never... I'd recommend it for you, <laughs> sir, based on what you're saying now.
3: Yeah, but he's not going to get as many skinned people in that one. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah, Paul, and that's that's really a downside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of skinning, though. Why I don't understand why the prayer would have skinned the Green Berets if he's wanting like skull trophies. That's I never really got that, or at least it never Hmm. occurred to me until this watching. But I'm like, why does he skin them?
3: Maybe he's got a stash somewhere.
0: Oh, that could be. He's a leather worker, he's trying to (laughs) (laughs) deliver him to Hannibal. Uh, or what? No, it was a Billy. What is his name? I don't know I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs forever I was about to something say he's Billy. too
2: busy using the lotion or something <laughs> <laughs> exactly
3: Buffalo Bill Buffalo Bill
0: thank you uh, wow uh, <laughs> Peter let's go back to you what's something else you didn't like
3: Uh, is this where you want the last thing that I really disliked or should I oh, save, if, that? save that save it
0: yeah because we. I have more things I didn't like but it's oh okay
3: <laughs> Um, gosh uh, you know, some of the visual effects don't don't age as well. You yeah. know, like the, like the flashing of the eyes. You know. Oh concep- yeah, you're right. Conceptually, I like the cloaking technology, but it is you know it is showing its age.
2: Hmm. Um. So those those I guess would would be things that come to mind. Okay.
0: Um. Let's see. What's something else you don't like, Paul?
2: I didn't like at the end where the predator starts to laugh. When he starts laughing, it sounds creepy. But as he gets louder and louder, it's sounding more and more human. And I was like, <laughs> then it just got like, okay, that's just dumb. It's just huh. taking it away from its uniqueness and it's sounding more and more human, that not otherworldly. Oh. So I, th- it totally took me out. I'm going like, that's not right. That's not good. You know, I but could, I could see Peter, that. Peter, you're fired no i would say take two peter (laughs) you sounded good actually i would have cut it in half as long as that laugh went cut it in half and it's good
0: okay that's fair um let's see one more thing i didn't like then i'll have my tragic maker left is and i mentioned this kind of before i wish billy just had more of a fight and put up more of a fight or that we had seen it that but like i said i mentioned that already um, but yeah think... he
3: was such a, like a mysterious character mm-hmm. you know you were waiting to see you, you, like you said before it was clear that he knew some things and had some capabilities like the guy mm-hmm. knew what was going on exactly and <laughs> what would have been cool is to see him put all of that to use and still get creamed
2: you know that, that would have built yeah. up the threat of the predator even that more would've.
0: oh yeah that's a good idea
2: good point but one thing I did like that they did with this character is usually in these kind of movies the scout dies first and that's what you know, tips oh, off yeah. everyone else. Sure. But he didn't. He was around a lot longer, so I appreciated oh, that. That's a good hmm. point. Yeah.
0: Um, well, let's get to the, let's just go to our tragic makers, guys. What are the things we hid most about Predator? I mean, I can't
2: imagine there were any things, but maybe there were. Um, <laughs> let's I don't start. like how they go after little kids. I mean, they're so susceptible. Oh my gosh.
3: <laughs> when did they go after the little kids? I'm trying to, to
2: catch a Predator. Paul's trying to be funny.
3: Oh geez, okay, got gotcha. it. <laughs> sorry. So this is our serious like public service announcement yeah, moment. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Say no to
2: free candy, kids, especially on Halloween. Especially you if they're any.
0: camouflaged and look like light bending.
2: Stay away. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Uh, Peter, what was the thing you dislike most about prayer?
3: Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Really? Uh, yeah. No way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
2: Makes sense. I call shenanigans on that. You do Schwarzenegger. <laughs>
3: well, Schwarzenegger is how I heard him pronounce it. Schwarzenegger. People keep saying Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Anyway. Um, I'm sure, I'm that's sure how it's you spelled. just
0: earned points with my wife, but you lost points with me, Peter. My goodness.
3: No, I'm sorry, dude. No, uh, go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's uh, – let me say this. I can still appreciate, as I did mm-hmm. even with this run through, kind of like what he was and what he brought to to movies at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, even though you're not going to find an actor that can bulk up as much as him because they're not professional weightlifters – You've got actors that are willing to put time in to get at least halfway there. You know, I think of uh, like the guy that played Thor, you know. Oh, yeah, and, Chris uh, You know, it's like he really freaking bulked up. And mm. and you've also got, you know, actors like um, uh, Jason Momoa and uh, The who's Rock, the dude? The, the Dwayne Rock Johnson. you know who can also do some pretty impressive muscle building. Again, they're no Mr. Olympia or whatever the crap you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was, but, um, but I mean, they can get pretty darn close and kind of check that same box largely, mm-hmm. but they can bring a little bit more to the character and to the performance. And so, for me, it was like, I, I, just in this modern context, I love lots of Schwarzenegger movies. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. a lot of them. I love the the first Terminator and the second Terminator, yeah. a lot of the Terminator movies. You sure, know, yeah. And, uh, uh, so there's there's a lot of, he's in great movies, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but he himself doesn't do really anything for me okay. these days, mm-hmm. you know, so. All right. I will have to disagree
0: with you, but that's fine. You can, you can have a wrong opinion. That's totally fine. Um, <laughs> Paul, what wrong opinion are you going to hit me with?
2: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. It's going back to the pacing. I'm oh, okay. sorry. but no, no, I yeah. just didn't buy why why the predator when he puts he 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 gets his claws right around schwarzenegger's neck like just to say hello instead of just killing him i'm Uh, following the character you know all the way up to that point and all of a sudden he's like you know what let's play (laughs) baloney He is a killing machine. You know why he didn't I kill Arnie right uh-huh. away? Why does he fight him? It's like those those macho movies like, All right, you put down your weapon, I'll put down my weapon, we're gonna fist fight. Actually and then go ahead. Well, I'm I'm sorry, I I'm still on a roll because there's this leads to a lot of things. <laughs> and it stretches the <laughs> ending way out, way longer than it should be. And it's like, okay, and then why does he I may have have missed something here why does he take his mask off he can't see as well because th- because okay He's are a, you like, done oh, can oh, i there can goes I one tube give you reasons? five seconds later there goes another tube i mean let's get on with it <laughs> if you're going to take your mask off take your mask off let's not <laughs> you know but uh, why take your mask off go okay. ahead
0: okay so here are my theories these are just like fan and prior theories
2: can but, I go use the restroom while you're talking about this? <laughs>
0: no, you got to stick your right. chair because it's important stuff. Right. Um, okay. The prayer being an, an honorable alien, I think we'll, we generally agree with that. He wants, and I'm like flashing through all of his kills in the movie, and I'm pretty sure in every one he's looking at the person, he's looking in the eyes of the person he kills. And so I think maybe the, he just wants that. He, he doesn't want to stab someone in the back. He wants to have that honor of like, you are looking at him while he
2: takes the mask off. Why doesn't he just shoot him with his guns?
0: Well, because this is like the mega competitor. This is if he can take down Arnie, then he has a huge story to tell all his friends. Oh, that's baloney. No, it's not baloney. It
3: makes sense. Yeah, I'll I'll jump in and and say that I, I agree with that line of reasoning that like at this point, he's like, okay. He wants to. I think he wants to savor this. I think he's cocky and he feels like, I got this guy. I I just showed him that I can kill him. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. I'm going to freaking handicap myself and I'm going to savor this at the end. Exactly.
0: Yeah, Paul, it's like when I was playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2 with you and I'd wipe the floor with you, I'd handicap myself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then you die. There's something very familiar about all (laughs) this. Maybe that would happen.
0: But I wanted (laughs) a challenge. I want to die. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. uh, And then you're... It just annoyed me. Okay.
2: That was my tragic make. Because you're like... All right. I was following the the motivations of all the characters Mm -hmm. up until that point. It didn't make sense. Okay. I think um, that was
3: your fatal flaw—is uh, looking for character motivations.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I understood, you know, guys in the gym, like you know, locker, like all right. Now we're in the jungle. I get all that. You now, alien going, I'm going to kill everybody but the main star. I'm sorry. Is this is that? That's I don't know. All right, it's, that's it's a bad. problem with a lot of films.
0: And here's a problem, and I think this is probably going back to some of the things you guys have said this being sort of an 80s action movie but okay if this is like an elite special forces unit of the, the, of the army best. the best of the best why are all of them all of them shoot from the hip and that is the like the least accurate way to shoot a gun and i don't think any i don't think any special forces team would be shooting their rifles like that so that just bothered me the whole time i know it looks cool they're that good but
2: <laughs> because it takes more time to shoot you know from your shoulder or down the line you know line up your eyesight I, there but i
0: suppose but by the time you look
2: <laughs> yeah that's true and by the time <laughs> you line so up good. your eyesight with it there you're already dead because they're shooting from the hip <sighs> okay
0: <laughs> it still bothered me i feel like they could have that would have made them look even
2: more elite, but whatever. You ever seen a western? When it's draw like time, the... you shoot from the hip.
0: Yeah, and Clint Eastwood never saw wore anything like this. I wish I would have Wait, said that. Use your hands. It's like, <laughs> like a baby's, baby's toy. <laughs> <sighs> okay, uh, enough back to the future references. Uh, we've entered. Sorry, Alan
2: Silvestri started it.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: now that we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing
1: solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark.
0: Do we rate Predator? A classic. We'd recommend anyone go out and see this, whether they've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend... We'd recommend it's worth a rewatch, but if you're new to Predator probably just skip it. Maybe go see Aliens or something else. Um, or a tragic. We'd recommend no one watch this. If, if you have a good memory of it, just have your good memory. Don't rewatch it. And if you've never seen it, that's fine. Go on to something else. So let's start with our guest like we like to. Pater, how do you rate Predator? Classic, nostalgic, or tragic?
3: You know, uh, despite watching it with rift tracks and just <laughs> listening to it mercilessly get ripped to shreds, for many good reasons. Um, Sure. I I still think that this is a classic. I I don't know that I could say, anybody go out and see this. And I think when you do watch it, you have to watch it in the mindset of, okay, I'm watching a classic and not make it beholden to kind of modern standards and sensibilities. You hear that, Um, Paul? (laughs) But I think it's... but I think it's uh it's kind of like a, a hallmark of uh, film history, and mm. for that reason, it's a classic and
2: definitely worth seeing.
0: All right, very good, Paul. It's to you. Darn
2: it, I agree with everything Peter just said, but <laughs> that but if you want to like if you like this was cool for me because. Oh, yeah? If you want to see an action film with Arnold in his heyday, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you haven't seen this, this is a good movie to watch. Mm-hmm. I would recommend that. Um, but there are people who don't like, you know, Arnold. That's true. So, yeah. and, or like the gore of uh, alien um, body parts or human body parts. Mm-hmm. So if those kind of things scare you off, I would not recommend that. Like Peter said,
0: mm-hmm. but what does Paul recommend?
3: <laughs> <laughs> do it.
0: I can if you want to have a once once in a lifetime opportunity, and I'll give my reign before you. I can do that. But no, I don't want to use precedent. It now. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cash all my chips in now. <laughs> um i'm gonna have to say oh shoot <laughs> i want to say nostalgic but sure. i i rated uh what's it i've rated several movies like um what's the jim carrey one that we ace did ventura? ace ventura classic mm-hmm. no because ace of ventura, the cultural relevance uh, right just yeah. because of the impact it had on the culture so well, if that's the case...
0: You're a different person now, Paul. It's okay if you're, you you. Oh, change. I've
2: matured. Or have I matured? Well, well <laughs> I uh, I do. you've changed. But it didn't... I don't know if it... You know what? I'll just say classic. What? Oh, wow. Okay. No. wow. no. No, that's you know fine. No, no, I can't recommend it for everybody, though. <laughs> so I'm going to have to say nostalgia. Ah, dang, I shouldn't have been exuberant. <laughs> nostalgic final answer i'm gonna say final answer nostalgia because i uh, can't recommend it for if you've seen it or not okay for everybody all right
0: well no worries listeners that enjoy this movie because i rate prayer a classic i yeah. i i i feel like it's worth seeing at least once by everyone because it's it's a fun movie How about it's, your daughter uh, really when she's old enough
2: yeah when she's like oh, okay. or,
0: yeah I, Probably All right. Well,
2: that. in that case, see, yeah, I changed my mind to a classic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think there's taxi back season. Who wants to be sure a millionaire? There is. <laughs> no,
2: there, it, it, there has been a precedent where somebody has changed it at the last minute.
0: Who was that? Your wife. Is she? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then I can't argue with that. <laughs> 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 All right. So you're changing back now. Yes. Are you going to change again me. later? No. Oh, okay. Final answer. Yeah.
2: Okay. I've yeah. said that before. I know it. Now I, I can't be trusted. <laughs> there it goes. I, I'm booted off the show. Sorry.
0: Oh, this I is Paul trusted. Swan song, The Prayer. <laughs> okay. Well, I think with all the votes in, and I was having to rejigger some stuff with that firing solution, we rate Prayer a... Cl- a Unanimous classic movie. We were rec- The Retro Rewind podcast recommends you go out and see this if you have not seen it before or it's worth rewatching again. Um, now let's get to our new tube section, back to our own time. Alice, will you please bring up that segment for us? Dang it. I feel bad either
2: way, <laughs> no matter how I rate it. So it, we'll leave it as is, but it, it's just weird.
1: YouTube sister. Why gotta do this to be <laughs>
0: Well, too late now, Paul. It's not like we have a time machine and you can go back and change your answer, so too bad. No. <laughs> it just spawned another multiverse, so we can't have that. Yeah. Uh, now it's our new tube section. What's something contemporary that we'd recommend to you, whether it's a new movie, TV show, book, video game, a new oil painting? I mean, whatever. It's just something that's new on our tubes. Let's start with our guest, Peter.
3: Uh- I I would, with some qualifications, recommend checking out No Man's Sky if you uh, haven't checked it out already.
0: I like your Uh, video of it; it makes me want to
2: play it. Wait, wait! This is a video game?
3: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's on PS4 and PC right now. There's some problems with the PC and some problems with the PS4, but like frame rate stuff, there's some more you know difficulties going on with the PC. And uh, they just uh, added a patch today that fixed kind of like the crashing problems that I've been having. But uh, as long as you don't go in with this overinflated idea of it being the end-all, be-all, endless game that, you know, one game to rule them all and last you the rest of your life, you know. Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> this one's a little bit bigger than Pac-Man. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, space exploration in a procedurally generated universe. Is, as long as you don't need... Um, you know, story to drive you through a game, mm-hmm. and as long as you're good at kind of making your own goals and celebrating the achievement of those goals, you know, if you don't mm-hmm. need like a cool cutscene or fanfare or something whenever you achieve something in the game, you know, uh, that you've set out to achieve, you know, then then I think you can find a a lot to do and enjoy. It does the cycle does wear out, and for me, it's kind of going in waves right mm-hmm. now. It's like mm-hmm. at, at some point, you know, I'll kind of realize. Uh, this is too big, and I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I need I need to be done. But then, you know, the next day I'll I'll think to myself, you know, it would be cool to upgrade my hyperdrive, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so I get back in there and I start mining for resources, and uh, so it's an interesting loop. But you know, it's not like this awesome game, but it is a cool experience if you've not played any kind of like a survival resource gathering and crafting uh-huh. uh,
2: game, and it's and it's about as big as those types of games get.
0: Okay. Well, very cool, uh, Paul. What's new on YouTube?
2: Um, we've been watching Star Trek because it's the 50th anniversary. Nice. Uh, so the original I can, uh, or the, the next well, it's jam? the 50th anniversary of the original series. Oh, okay, and we've been watching a little bit of all of them. Nice. And actually, rewatching the original series. I yes, it's kooky. Like if we, you have to. Put on those glasses of yes, it was made in the Mm sixties. But if you can get past that, it's actually well done, especially for its time. Are you watching
3: it with the updated visual effects?
2: I say, unfortunately, yes, um, because some they don't quite match up with like, like oh, the outside space is like really detailed and the stars and the planet, and you get inside and the ship is like cardboard and things. So it's kind of (laughs) it doesn't. (laughs) Like on the view screen is like really flat, but on the, you know, around the view screen where the people are is really flat, but what they're seeing is really three dimensional and really awesome. (laughs) Just think of those as
3: like aesthetic choices that in the future, everyone is so happy that uh, they're bored out of their minds. And so they just yeah. want to perpetuate that boredom in everything that they see by making it as simplistic as possible.
2: A bunch of cardboard. Yeah, it doesn't hold up to that either. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, so I'd recommend if you haven't seen the original series, go ahead and give it a shot. Did you – of Star Trek. Very cool. Go ahead. Did I see what? No, I, I just, it doesn't uh-huh. matter. <clears throat> All right. Um, for it me, doesn't matter what I've seen. <laughs> what have you seen, Francisco?
0: <laughs> you know, that's funny that you mentioned Star Trek, because speaking of Star Trek, what's new on my tube is uh, me and my wife recently saw Star Trek Beyond. Oh, cool. Oh, and we that really liked it. That was my new tube, brother. I, I know.
2: <laughs> no, that's fine. So did you see uh, Into Darkness and the 2009? We, we've seen them. It wasn't yeah, like so I watched it Yeah, so what right order did you... One no, no, two, no. Three. You you like you, no, oh. I mean like <laughs> of what you like the best. Oh, oh, oh. I think Or are they all
0: different? Honestly, I think in the order I saw them, I wait, no, that can't be right. I'd like the first one a whole lot. Then the second I think I like this third one the least of the three. Okay. Yeah, but that I makes like sense. I like them all. They're, okay. they're, they're all enjoyable for different reasons. I like space combat more. I, so this was more. I, from what I understand, this is more, more in the, in the vein or in the spirit of Star Trek, with exploring a planet and seeing a yeah. bunch of planet side. But I'm all about like space combat, so I love it when yeah. like a bunch of ships are like fighting for cubes and things like that. So yeah, which you get more of in the first one and the second one. So definitely, that makes sense. Yeah. Are you
3: guys looking forward to the uh, the CBS series at all? You guys curious about that? Looking forward. Yeah
2: no (laughs) well ever since i I, i'm really hesitant about any new star trek series and it takes me a while to like any actually it takes me a while like any star trek series and i wind (laughs) up liking them all well except enterprise i haven't really bought into that Uh, yeah so and to me they except for the exception of next generation they just keep getting a little bit worse and worse and worse Mm. and so i didn't like enterprise so the next one if Six it continues oh, oh no well. I, I like oh, the space next. nine better than voyager and i like voyager better, better than, than enterprise. enterprise and this one comes after this so if i didn't like enterprise i'm really not going to like this one so <laughs> that's my own bias going into it got it but i'm willing to give it a shot
0: are you All looking right. forward to it peter
3: i'm just more cu- i'm curious more than anything else because i know it's part of the uh it's not part of the Abrams verse, you know, right. of the new Star Trek movies. It's part of the the, the classic continuity. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if they're going to learn anything from the Abrams verse movies and maybe inject uh, a little bit of excitement into it, um, and <laughs> uh, and uh, and maybe a little less. I don't know. So whatever whatever the dryness was. I mean, like for yes. me, I, I loved I loved Star Trek. Um, I really was a big Star Trek fan, Uh but it was all that we had. And then at one point I I saw Farscape and I was like, Mm. oh, my gosh, I can never watch Star Trek again. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: nice. I've only seen bits and pieces of Star Trek, but for me, I'd say the correlate Farscape, whatever that thing. Yes, Farscape. escape. Uh, I've never seen
2: it, so maybe I'll check that out.
0: The corollary for me would be Firefly. Once I saw Firefly, I was like, I lo- "This is this is my my verse." I just want to go back to that. Um, Have you guys seen Star Wars?
3: I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. We yeah, were, it's, it's all right. Okay. Is
0: is that with?
3: Uh... All right, we don't need to continue.
2: <laughs> Yes. Too Recovered, many jokes to follow Recovered that. We
0: covered the original trilogy, Paul. I can't believe you... Well, you're not remembering a lot, apparently, so no yeah. worries. Yeah. Um, all right. Now that we've gone to our YouTube, let's get to our 1.21 Game Watts section. This time around, we're going to play, once again, Erased and Replaced. And it's kind of an Arnie film. It makes sense that we do Erased. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I guess that was Eraser. Anyway, so here's how we play the game. What we do is I'm going to give you... Uh, two of something, they, they might be similar, they might be kind of different, uh, they may just rhyme. I mean, it's sort of up to me. And then I'll, um, whoever, whose turn is, will say, okay, they're going to erase one from all history and memory to be, and then they're going to replace it with the other. And when they decide, so when they say erase, it gives. me and the other player opportunity to say no no wait don't forget about this think about what you're doing now Uh, but once they say no i've replaced it with the other person then that's the final answer answer, and we've changed the multiverse in that way
2: or if you're like me i'll say final answer three times before coming (sighs) to an absolute final answer (laughs) or like
0: that yes all right so uh pater since you're the guest would you like to go first or second
3: uh, I'll go second, just so I can get a sense of how this goes.
2: <laughs> All right, All Paul. Right. Here All we right, go. going second. Because, yeah, you get that edge, uh, that advantage. Go ahead. Oh,
0: and I, I will say, the so I have uh, an odd number. The last one, you both have to come to a consensus on. Ooh. All right. We can agree so to that's disagree. How we're in. Yes. Paul, you're first erased or replaced. Erased and replaced.
2: Captain Crunch
0: or Captain Planet?
2: Erase Captain Planet, Captain Crunch. Wait, I enjoyed the cereal so but, much better than. But you get power rings. Captain Planet, he's, he's a, hero. a hero. Gotta gonna take, take pollution down, down. To zero. okay, we all need a now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who is? I, I was the.
2: We're the Planeteers. I was you the. You can one be one too, because saving our, our plan planet is the, is thing, the thing to thing do. Looting. looting and polluting is, is not, not, the not the way. way. <laughs> Hear what Captain, Captain planet, planet has to say. Has to say. The go power is yours. is yours. I thought they said go Planet first. <sighs> no. Oh. Not Go Planet. I know cuz I have that ending credit. Okay, fine, Paul. I'm was... sorry. i will right. as much of a fan of Captain Planet as I am. I'd much rather eat Captain Crunch and never watch that cartoon again.
0: Well, but no, Captain Crunch is now the new Captain Planet. So they're calling on their Excellent. Friends. Bring
2: in the Captain. <laughs> my god. That's how this works.
3: Yeah. That's yes. that's
2: a crazy universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh no. there's pollution. Let's go get them, capin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: powers of cereal or something.
2: <laughs> no, I'll just sit here and eat my captain crunch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's all right. Wow.
0: Okay, so final captain, answer. final answer. Captain Planet is erased and replaced by Captain Crunch. All right.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Peter Do you erase and replace popcorn? Or Pop-Tarts?
3: Oh. Wow. Uh, Pop-Tarts.
0: Erase Pop-Tarts? Erase
3: Pop-Tarts. Really? But they're so sweet. Because they're... they're, Well, here's the thing. I will take a freaking Pillsbury toaster strudel any day of the week over a... Nasty little Pop-Tart. And there are so many different varieties of popcorn. You're, you're asking me to say goodbye to like kettle corn, caramel corn, like really uh, good movie theater point. popcorn yeah. and replace that with a freaking Pop-Tart? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That is never going to happen. I, I review movies ev- almost every Friday. You're telling me that I got to go to the theater <laughs> and say, I'll have a Coke and a Pop-Tart. <laughs> Oh that actually my doesn't gosh. sound that bad but okay. <laughs> That's a terrible world. I can't live in that world. All <laughs> Final right. Final answer. <laughs> so,
0: all right. Pop tarts are erased and replaced with popcorn. No more delicious breakfast for all you college students. It's just popcorn all the time. Uh, but you can <laughs> get your kettle corn, so I guess that works. Um, all right, Paul. Here we go. All right. Batman or Man
2: Bat? Oh, easily get rid of Man-Bat. He's a villain. Yeah, but he's he's cool. He's a bat. So you he's replace much him more bat with than Batman. Batman. And so oh. you have two Batman out there.
3: <laughs> Francisco, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? <laughs>
2: now, all right, fine. You're a DC fan, uh, Pater, right? Yes, yeah. A Batmite or Mr. MixelPlix?
3: Oh, you know, I have very little exposure to Batmite, but I would erase him over Mixie Spidelick.
2: Yeah, all right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I agree. Fortunately, that I isn't think, part of the that, like, game Superman, guys, but whatever.
3: <laughs> Superman has a little bit of room for like a a funny villain. Yeah. Um, Batman, I don't see any room for <laughs> Batmite in the Batman universe, but is yeah. Batmite, <laughs>
0: Batmite's a villain. I've never heard of Batmite.
3: Well, so. whatever he is, he's a villain when I when he shows up in anything I'm reading. I'm okay. like this is He's a villain. He's my villain. He's my arch nemesis. Whenever I see him on the page, I'm like, "Get this crap out of here." <laughs> That's funny. All
0: right, so Batman is fighting himself when he's going up against Man Bat. Now it's Batman. It's like Batman versus nega Batman. Or something. He's a tortured yeah. guy. Oh,
3: right. oh no, he's fighting himself. Okay, I thought you just meant like in, he has internal. Oh, like, oh,
0: oh, oh. N-
2: I like the nega Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So, uh, yes. Man Bat is erased and replaced by Batman. It's about time. Peter, (laughs) Green Lantern or Sinestro?
3: Oh, I got to get rid of one?
0: Yeah, Yeah. I got to erase one and replace it with the other.
3: Well, I guess I'd get rid of Sinestro um, because you can always come up with some other kind of villain. You know, uh, that, and for me, I I love Green Lantern. It is it is my favorite. I, I think still, uh, Green Lantern is my favorite superhero concept. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but to me, it doesn't matter like so much who's wearing the ring. I think if you get a good writer and tell a good story and you know about mm-hmm. this character, it doesn't matter so much who's wearing the ring. Um, who's your
2: favorite it, ring bearer? Frodo. I
3: I really don't have a favorite. You know, there's um, there's things during their run that I liked about all of them and. You know, whoever Jeff Johns is writing.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's the one that right. that's the one I like.
2: Hal Jordan or Guy Gardner?
3: Um you know, there would be times where I would say Guy Gardner. I would say on the whole, Hal Jordan just because there's more history and, and, and Jeff Johns has done a little more with him. But yeah. Jeff Johns got me to like Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. I was like, yeah. wow, this guy, he's got some things going on, you know? Yeah. Okay.
0: You guys are like so over my head. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's okay. That's fun. Uh,
3: okay. Oh, so how,
2: how Jordan or John Stewart? Oh, the daily show started? The, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: No. The, oh my gosh. I got a, I got a, a, a letter published in the, the in the, the when they're still doing letter columns in the back. Oh of the yeah, speech, yeah. Yeah. Um, asking them, I was, uh, they, I didn't really get a response, you know, but yeah. I wanted something, did you ever read Mosaic, the Mosaic series? Yeah. John Stewart? I wanted them to do something with that. That series, yes, it was cracked out and weird. <laughs> yeah. You know, but the continuity still had him ending with freaking swallowing his ring, absorbing it, and the revelation that he is a guardian in some form. And then because I think the title didn't sell well, was too weird and trippy, they just ignored that entirely. The next time we see Jon Stewart, he's, he's a dark star or something, I was like, yeah. he could stand out so much and not just be the Black Green Lantern or whatever, the, you know, uh yeah. they could they could have done so much if they would yeah. have carried that thread and ran with it, but they didn't. So yeah. I, I would I would say Hal Jordan over Jon Stewart, but
2: man, there's so much potential there. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Good <laughs> points.
3: But alas, we
0: have Sinestra erased erase and replaced by apparently Nega Green Lantern. So you guys like your uh your doppelganger I don't Uh, know. Nero was
3: pretty good. Nero, the uh, he was kind of the Sinestro for uh, for Kyle Rayner. I think he could step in.
2: Yeah,
0: I have no idea what you guys are saying. So I'm going to move on to the next one, Paul.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: Uh, movie zombies or movie robots?
2: I would get rid of the zombies because I don't racing zombies. Unlike you want killer robots,
0: Terminator just yeah.
2: I'm not a big fan of gore. So I'd rather have, you know, parts like screws flying <laughs> everywhere instead of body parts, you know, so
3: I support that decision because <laughs> there's a ton more variety that you can get in robot in robotic characters yes. or robotic no, threats actually, that's and stuff than you can get yeah. Out
2: of zombies.
3: Well, I don't know. With regrets, I would support that.
0: Resident Evil did a lot of different mutations of zombies. Yeah, but in
2: Star Trek, you don't go flying around in a giant (laughs) zombie.
0: You could (laughs) if you would replace them.
2: Oh, that actually sounds
3: really cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Zerg ships from StarCraft, they're not zombies. But, I mean, inside them, they have these sacks that they carry other creatures in. So.
3: And there's an episode of Farscape where there's like flying, there's like inside of a dead Leviathan. Oh my gosh. Oh, what a <laughs> great show. <sighs> All
0: right, Paul. Well, it's up to you. So, final answer is you're going to erase uh, zombie, movie yeah. zombies, and replace hey, them what? by movie robots. I just robots.
2: solved the zombie pocket. <laughs> 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 but I cannot yep. stop the robots from taking over. No, yeah. Skynet
0: is still a threat. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Peter, Julia Roberts. Or Julia Stiles.
3: Oh, Julia Stiles. Yeah, yeah. She's um, uh, she's the blonde with kind of like she usually talks in a kind of a lower part of her voice. Yeah, and she's
0: from like Born the Born series.
2: All right, off she goes. I hate about you. (laughs) Off she
3: goes. (laughs) She's gone.
0: But she's also in Save the Last Dance and Ten Things I Hate About You.
3: You know what? Pack her in a box and take (laughs) her
2: away. Uh, Hey, have you seen the latest Born movie? (laughs) I want Um, to. I have not. No, I haven't. I haven't. I, I would recommend you to go see it. Oh, well, cool, it sounds great. like he doesn't
3: like the
0: Bourne movies though, Paul. No,
3: I, I do. Say... Oh, I oh, enjoy them. Oh, enjoy okay. Them. okay. But I mean, if you want to erase the entire body of work for one of these women,
2: I gotta go with Julia Stiles.
3: So okay,
0: you're gonna okay. put Julia Roberts in The Born Identity and Born
2: Ultimate. Oh, that's right. Roberts? You gotta replace them Yeah, she that could, actually sounds better. Yeah. She could do it. <laughs> she she could do it.
3: But at, yeah. tell me this Julia Stiles as Tinkerbell.
2: Uh, Either one is Tinkerbell. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean I don't really see her as uh in like Notting Hill so much or Pretty Woman. So, okay. All right. I'll I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll concede. Uh so Julia Stiles is replaced is erased to be replaced by Julia Roberts. All right, Paul. We got uh, two more and then your con- consensus, guys.
2: Oh, okay, sorry.
0: Lego Bricks or Lincoln Logs?
2: Legos. Mm. Bye bye Lincoln logs. I can't yeah, I can't wait, argue. You that. wanna destroy
3: you wanna destroy Legos instead of No oh, no, no no.
2: Destroy Lincoln logs uh, and erase, erase them with erase. Legos. Okay. Yeah. Just
3: wanted to be clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Ten crazy pills, Paul. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Alright, so it doesn't sound like there's, like there's much argument there. So Lincoln logs erased, replaced by Legos. Lego yes. bricks. Uh, Pater. Toad from Super Mario Brothers or tails from Sonic the Hedgehog.
2: Oh. Um
3: I would go with the uh, I would erase tails. Who is that?
0: The fox. <laughs> from okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, Toad has more. Well, history. there he goes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but he
0: can helicopter with his two tails.
3: Uh, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I don't know that at all yet. <laughs> right.
0: who, who are you talking about? He's been erased, guys.
3: I'm yeah. I'm like almost as indifferent about Toad, but I, I have no idea who this Tails person is, so oh, right. I don't see any impact on my life. <laughs> or the life of my sons. That's what so, right I vote is for them.
0: <laughs> all right. So Toad is now Sonic's sidekick. That's
2: interesting. Yeah. Maybe he can float up with his big hat.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Or feed Sonic mushrooms. It could be huge Sonic death ball going, taking out Robotnik. All right, still can't stop him. Sure. So okay. So Toad is or Tails is erased and replaced by Toad. Final one, guys. Fall in
2: the lava. Final one.
0: Final one. You guys have to come to a consensus on.
2: Mm. All right. All right. Okay. And
0: I hope this is tough. We'll see though. Star Wars' Darth Vader
2: or Star Trek's Khan? Uh, get rid of Khan, replace with... How cool would it be to have Darth Vader in the Star Trek universe there as Khan? That would be freaking amazing. So, Or,
0: <laughs> or Khan
2: in the Star Wars See, universe. that's not
3: as cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, but you know, if we did just for a moment it just for a moment you know we have to remember that darth vader is not just defined as like you know the, the, the guy from the the original trilogy mm-hmm. um i think that we we have an opportunity here to get rid of the prequel movies or at the very least no
2: <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> he's he's replaced we're replacing the wine If that were true, we're replacing the whiny boy who doesn't get what he wants in the universe with, with Ricardo
3: uh, Montalban.
2: Yes, with the <laughs> biologically engineered super strength human who's really smart and yeah, that would also and give him a lightsaber and he would use the force. Ooh, yeah, that's. Impressive, but not as cool as Darth Vader in the Star Trek universe. <laughs> Is there any way? Let me ask this, Francisco. Huh. Uh, we'll just if, replace them both.
3: If if we replace Darth Vader with uh, Khan, yeah, can Khan still get his hands on that costume somehow?
0: Um, I suppose. I don't, I mean, well, he would have to have bits chopped off him, so he needs the costume, I guess.
3: That's true. Paul, oh, we get the costume, and we yes. get the we get the electronic voice that the costume produces in the forms yes. of in the form of Edward James, or what's his name? James Earl name? Jones. Edward, no, James Earl Jones. <laughs> yeah, Edward James almost. Yeah, that would be
2: kind of cool. <laughs> Ooh, I okay, think we'll
0: just... next that. Which is
2: okay. Either way, in the Star Trek universe or Star Wars universe, Darth Vader is still cool, right? Yeah. But how I, I much think so. more awesome? is Darth Vader in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, but
0: are there the there's no force in the Star Trek universe. So is there he is does he lose all his powers <laughs> if he no. goes over there?
2: He brings his lightsaber, his suit and everything. Oof, dang, this is tough. His tie fighter goes against the shuttlecraft. <laughs> Boom. <It's tough.
3: laughs> you know, I still lean toward I lean toward Star Wars because I feel like there are so many more like Star Wars like fanboys that are really excited about Star Wars, and I feel so indifferent about Star Wars these days that I could use something to improve the franchise for me and the experience for me.
2: I'm leaning in that direction, but
3: uh, you know what? I will. I'll um. I'll defer to you on this, Paul. All
2: right. Too so close we're, to call. <clears throat> We're we're gonna replace Ricardo with uh, James Earl Jones' voice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you're erasing con. And replacing yes. him with Vader, with Darth, with Vader. Darth Vader. Yes. And you All know right. we
3: don't have to watch the prequels. <laughs> no, we don't.
0: <laughs> okay, guys, I like I like your rationales here. <laughs> All right, that ends one point twenty
1: one
2: Game Watts erase and replace. This hey, I got another game for you. The universe, guys. You, hey, Francisco, you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, and uh, yeah, y- you know, uh, Mary. Brandy Buck? Is that his? Brandybuck?
0: Mary. Brandy Buck, yeah.
2: Brady, uh, Brandybuck, yeah. Yes, okay. Grinchuk, yeah, if you were Mary.
0: If I were Mary, yeah.
2: Yeah, then this podcast would be with Mary, Pater, and Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Yippity dude Paul. <laughs> so I just replaced Mary with Francisco, and that's what we would have. You mean you replaced <laughs> Francisco with Mary? Yeah, either way. Oh, <laughs> if you, all right, you go to the Shire, and he comes here just for this moment. You know what, Alice? Give me a way out of this hole. <laughs> Buckleberry Ferry.
0: Comsat online. <laughs> Receiving incoming transmission. That's right. It's time for announcements and feedback. <clears throat> uh, we are going to start. I have a couple announcements first uh, before we get to feedback. Uh, today is going to be, well, I mean, not today when we're recording, but today, which this is this, our time.
1: Down here.
0: <laughs> this will be coming. <laughs> This episode will be coming out on August 31st, which means it's the last day for you to submit, to follow us on Instagram, and submit a picture tagging us uh, at Retro Rewind Podcast on Instagram, and with the hashtag How I Retro, so that you can be entered in the contest of picking the movie that we cover, you personally picking the movie we cover, for our, our 101st episode, so be sure to hey, do Francisco, that. Francisco, yes, can I Paul, do
2: that, since I'm submitting? You
0: can, Paul, yes. Yes! So Paul himself, who told us last time that he all his, the movies he wants to do are at the bottom of the list, he may get to move them to the top or move one to the top for the That's 101st right. episode. So beat out Paul or yeah, be like beat, Paul, one of the two. Beat uh, Paul,
2: hashtag beat, beat no, Paul. then people, never mind. Yeah, tickle Paul's feet. That's the hashtag. No. The
0: <laughs> um, okay, so and then the other announcement I have is, uh, just again, changes are coming to the podcast, uh, after episode 100. And if you want to find out about those first, uh, please consider being one of our patrons. Uh, we're still wanting to get to our first goal of having all our web hosting, media hosting, all that covered. Uh, so it'd be great if you could be a part of that and you get some rewards. You'd like you get invited to watch these wh- live while we're recording them. Uh, and ask questions after. Uh, There's several different rewards. So hopefully you'll consider being one of our patrons at patreon.com slash retro rewind podcast. Finally, uh, we're going to want to always, as always, call out cast your vote. Just go retro rewind podcast.com slash cast your vote. And you get to decide, you get to vote up and down the movies you want us to cover on the show. If we're going to close voting today, which you actually, I should also mention August 31st, is the last is when we close voting for the next five. Unfortunately, the next five will be segmented. We're not going to do them all in one clump because episode 100 uh, comes in the middle of that and the 101st pick comes in the middle of that. But we will cover these next five movies as the user picks. If we were to close voting... Actually, we're closing voting today, but these uh, votes may change based on when we're recording this. Uh, So if we are to... Close voting when we're recording. Wayne's World has made its way to the top of the All list.
2: Right. Wow. Wayne's World. Wayne's World. So Harder time. Excellent. That, <laughs>
0: that would put me in the position Paul was this time as someone who's never seen it before and will be seen oh, as the first time. Wow. Uh, second would be Jaws, followed by Sneakers, then The Boy Who Could Fly, and Ryan, out these five, if we were to close voting today, which we are when you're listening to this, City Slickers is number five.
2: Wow. So Adventures of Babysitting got knocked down.
0: No, that's the next one we're doing.
2: Oh. Episode <laughs>
0: ninety seven, Paul. Shows you be... how
2: much I'm paying attention.
3: <laughs> what are you making over there, Paul? You yeah, it looks like you're like knitting a kind of rope thing.
2: I'm sorry. Um, are you setting up traps? Ooh. Yes. I've I want to watch this time. <laughs> you know, I'm utilizing the time to set up that's my dog's toy. That's unraveling oh, okay. that I'm trying to refix. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm setting up traps for Francisco. Wow. <laughs>
0: um, well, uh, now before I actually fall into those traps, we got some feedback from a few people on Twitter. Uh, Dennis Shoes three thousand said, "Listening to a Retro Rewind podcast Sonic Two episode. It's all you promised, and so much more: fencing, fighting, torture, escapes, true love, miracles. Love it." Uh, <laughs> Then referencing our Mighty Dex episode, slash 56, uh, Dennis also said, I think I'll just start live tweeting what episodes I'm listening to and react to things y'all said over a year ago. That it, sounds good. That sounds good to us, Dennis. Awesome. Support Please it. do that. Uh, then uh, Diego, who's at Latina Lawyer, said uh, he had some feedback for our Ferris Bueller's episode, Ferris Bueller's Day Off episode. Uh, Ferris Bueller as an animated movie. Just one of the awesome oh. ideas tossed around in the Retro Rewind podcast. Oh, I thought he said anime movie. I was like, oh, well, that'd be cool. <laughs> he, he, he then says, I'd love, I'd love an anime style, uh, save Ferris. I'd want to see him with those huge black anime eyes when he convinces Cameron to pull his stunts.
2: Yeah. That would be, be, a-
0: that would be cool to see. Uh, and I could totally see all of Cameron's anime emoji eyes in that movie. Be. Oh, no. <laughs> Just
2: ruined it. Oh, fine, Paul. Uh, then, Turn uh, into a teen girl's... <laughs> I'm sorry. There's different forms of anime. I was thinking... Never mind. Wow. Uh f- From Facebook, we had a few uh,
0: uh comments, some late that wa- we're trying to get in for our Ferris Bueller's Day episode, but came in late. Um, So first, Edward Dossian said, I think I've seen that movie... Nine times. Great movie. Full of quotes. And memorable songs. And just had that great ditch daydream. Uh, Get a group of friends together and you will find someone is Cameron, Ferris, Sloan, or Jeannie Bueller. We found that out indeed. Uh, Edward, thanks for the comment. Also, Brian Keating. Nine times. (laughs) Where's this nine times thing? Is that That's from the how movie? Many
2: times he skipped. Yeah, he oh, skipped
0: school. I totally forgot that. Um, Nine times. Brian Keating uh, said, living in Chicago, I remember when it was being filmed, especially when they put a casting call out on the news for extras in the parade scene. As far as the film itself, I remember seeing it at a drive in with mother and sister and just remembering what a fun movie it was. Thank he you, didn't Brian. Did you go to the, the casting call? Memory. I, I guess not. Oh, man. I <laughs> missed then, it nine times. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I just want to say I want to give a quick shout out to Eric Purcell, Christy Ruiz, Danae Berg, and good old Paul Bowers for posting content on our facebook group it's it's fun getting to see the things you guys post and feel join our facebook group and post stuff there that's retro related it's awesome seeing what types of things are you guys put up you know how many times i posted right nine times yeah (laughs) uh now before we head back to nav point omega
2: paul take it away uh, you've already told us what we're, we're going to be doing. We're going to be going back to the year 1987 for Adventures of Babysitting. So stick around for that. If you've uh, waited a while to download us, uh, hopefully it'll be playing next on your list. But if not, um, you can find us on com or... Uh, retro rewind podcast.com is where you really can find us. (laughs) You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Pretty much. But you have to download us first. Don't forget that. And, uh, but there's links on our page for PayPal or Patreon and you can follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook. But if you want to find me specifically, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. Awesome.
0: Thank you so much, Paul. You're an awesome well, friend and likewise. co-host.
2: Yeah, same and to you know what?
0: If I'm finding a prayer in the jungle, I want you by yeah. my side so you can Sweet. die first.
2: Yeah, I was going um, to say so you can uh, <laughs> set the traps while I go distract them. Exactly. Yeah. Um.
0: Wow. Uh. No. Thank you, Paul. And I sure. also want to say a very special thank you to Peter for coming on the show for the first time. Uh, My pleasure. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's our pleasure having you, uh, Peter. Where can people find you online, and is there anything you would like to promote?
3: Uh, well, like all this, all like kind of the reviews and just all the stuff that has to do with uh, engaging with geekery of all kinds and uh, exploring what it is to be both a geek and a Christian at the same time, and uh, celebrating and examining all that comes with that. Mm-hmm. All that stuff you can find at ChristianGeekCentral dot com, uh, and then if you're interested in uh, watching an exciting, awesome, big blockbuster movie, but you can't do it because you're driving or you're doing some brainless activity Mm -hmm. that you need your eyes to use... Uh, and you're interested in some, some uh, content along with that that uh, will make you think and contemplate things through a, a biblical lens, uh, go over to SpiritBlade.com where right now you can download for a limited time the uh, legacy edition of the first part of our Spirit Blade trilogy for free. And I'm actually doing a, a weekend-long giveaway of the second part of the trilogy toward the end of September. So more information awesome. and trailers for all that kind of stuff uh, is at SpiritBlade.com.
0: Very, very cool. Very and cool. I, I just want to say I've I've bought all three – of the Spirit Blade trilogy, I really enjoy them. I, I bought oh, the ones, thanks. the special editions with the songs. I, I enjoy oh, the songs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those <laughs> well, more guys. More power to you if
3: you can enjoy those. <laughs> those are for like the people that are like really in hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: well then I'm one of those. Oh, but, well, yeah. I, so I really enjoy them, and I highly recommend it. Uh, so thank you once again, Peter. Uh, and most of all, I want to thank you. Listening to this show, it's so awesome that we have this community of of people that enjoy nostalgic things, classic things, tragic things sometimes, uh, but on the whole, anything retro, movies, video games, it's fun sharing our our memories and hearing your memories about all these things. Um, So thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, supporting, and sharing the podcast with your friends. But like a Pokemon trainer... We gotta catch y'all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind podcast.
1: Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to that Point Omega and return to base. <laughs> yeah,
2: don't go anywhere. Stick around. <laughs> <laughs> get to the chopper Are you at the chopper yet?
1: <laughs> <laughs>